Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast where we try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve your customer experience, improve the agent experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500-plus seat contact center outsourcer located here in Erie, Pennsylvania. How is everybody doing? It's good to be back. We took about a week off. I didn't think I was going to, but things got a little crazy. Uh, so we took a week off for the uh, the holiday. It is, as we're recording this, it's the 11th of January. I hope everybody had an awesome, awesome holiday. It's kind of good to get back kind of in the, the fold here in, in 2021. I have a unique episode for everybody today. Um, I'm going to kind of get right into this thing. And... I want everybody to kind of, I don't know, think about this and, and see if you think I'm right or if I'm wrong. Currently, you know, all the technology, I don't want to say all the technology, but a lot of the, the, the technology that we have for customer experience, right, is being used to try to measure customer experience. Some of it's trying to, to you know, make things better on the customer journey. I'm not going to argue that. But for the most part, you look at sentiment scoring. Right, we look at NPS, we look at CSAT, right? What are those things? Are those actually fixing the customer experience? No, it's giving reports on what's going on, right? And then it's up to kind of us humans to kind of maybe figure out some things to tweak on our journey on what we're doing to make things better for the customer, right? Um, you know, if you look at some of the technologies like real time transcription right? Chatbots and AI and self-service and, you know, natural language processing, right? All of these things, I don't know if really we're making them to make the customer experience better or if we're just trying to make it easier for organizations to service, right? I think that debate is, is still to be had. But again, there's no tool, there's no nothing out there that I can see right now that is going to overhaul the customer experience to where things are going to totally change, right? Where we're going to kind of reinvent the industry, right? All of these things that are coming out and this technology that that is coming out, while it's awesome, right? They're just tweaks to what we're doing and, and kind of slow, a slow path down the same road that we're on. But again, it still is making things better. It's making us be able to understand what the customer's thinking, but still, there's nothing out there that is that is something that will revolutionize the industry, right? Again, the chatbot guys and, and 
they want to say that that will, right? And again, maybe that does take away some of the contact center agents. Maybe it does make things less expensive. Um, but again, I don't see that as overhauling it. I have something that I think will now though, right? And it's something that people here think right now I'm crazy, but you know, we we just had a big long meeting last week on on starting to maybe invest in some of this technology, start to look at what we may be able to do. I don't know, maybe even start a separate company for it. Again, you guys are gonna think I'm crazy. But let me take you to Christmas Day and where this these thoughts kind of came into my mind. So Christmas is normally pretty hectic in my house, right? Just like I'm sure for a lot of you guys, right? Your Christmas Eve, your Christmas Day, the couple days before you're preparing, a couple days after, it's normally right back to work, right? But this year was a little bit different, right? COVID, we weren't doing as much, right? The parties were a little toned down um, and they were on the weekend, right? So you didn't have to, at least for me, I didn't have to really go back to work right away um, other than kind of just check in with the office, but we weren't hardcore until that you know, that next Monday. And so for Christmas, Santa came to my house and dropped off an Oculus Quest 2 for my kids or for me. I'm not sure. And if you would have talked to me on December 24th about virtual reality, I would have said, yeah, it's something that's kind of cool. And I'm sure there's really cool games that you could play with it. And, you know, whatever. I was kind of more excited about the PlayStation 5 that Santa brought, right? That quickly changed for me, like literally in the first five minutes of me putting on that headset. Now, for those of you who don't really know what this Oculus Quest 2 is, right? It's a it's the virtual reality kind of format that Facebook owns. It's their technology. And it's basically a, I don't know, maybe a five-pound weight that you basically strap onto your eyes with a headset and it's a little wonky. It's a little uncomfortable, but once you turn this thing on and you enter into this world that they've created and so many other people are starting to create, it totally, it it totally blew my mind. I was absolutely hooked once I turned that thing on and my mind started to just go. And I started to think about where this is going to be in the future. And then I started to think about the technologies that we have now. And to be honest, virtual reality for me, I believe is the future of customer experience. You're going to think I'm crazy. You're going to think I I lost it. (laughs) Everybody here in the office thinks I'm crazy. I got one IT guy that thinks I might not be crazy, but all the other IT guys think I'm crazy. I've talked to a bunch of call center friends about this because when I get excited about something, you know, I kind of go all in and do is learn as much as I possibly can. And I just, you know, I, I just consume myself with it. And as I've been consuming myself and learning more and learning more, I'm getting, I'm believing this more and more because of what technologies are there, where it is now, what are some of the customer experience technologies that we have now and how they could incorporate into this. So let me give you an example of what what I've been thinking. And again, for those of you who have not you know, put on this virtual reality and, and, and kind of been in one of these kind of, I guess, worlds, right? You can use your hands. Um, you can throw things. You can catch things. Um, obviously, you can shoot things like the games have. Um, 
But more importantly, you know, you can walk through different worlds. And, and I like just exploring and looking and really got you to think of, of what this could do for the customer experience. So for me, you know, all I see really, while it's really cool, the technology is kind of, I think we could use it like a, a really cool IVR, right? So think of it just in an IVR world, right, where you have a problem and that self-service is going to give you the answer. But instead of just using your phone to call, to text, to email, right, you're going to be immersed into a brand's universe, right? So maybe, you know, let's do this. Let's say you are a retailer, you're XYZ retailer, and let's say you, you're a toy company and you make a, a locomotive, a, this, a beautiful wooden locomotive, right? Right, that your kids play with, like a choo-choo train, right? So in this world, you could walk up the stairs, open the door, enter into the quote-unquote virtual company. Maybe you, you, know, you type or talk to a receptionist right now, tell her what your problem is. We could use the real-time transcription and the technologies that we have now, right, to have it understand what your problem is. This the, then this receptionist, quote unquote receptionist, or you know, person who's kind of the gatekeeper can then maybe walk you to another room. As you're walking to this room, you see all the other toys and all the other really cool things that this brand wants you to see. Um, maybe you know even in there, there's some things that you know the brand knows you would be interested in from from previous purchases. But let's say you go into this room and there's there's somebody that's there just for you. And maybe that's a person. Maybe that's a brand mascot, right? Someone that, you know, again, um, can can really get the, the, the type of branding and what they're looking and the feel that they want to get, get across to you. And you know, this person, now let's say your your problem was the wheel broke off your your uh your your toy choo-choo, your toy train, right? So in here, you know, this this kind of brand ambassador can show you how to put it back on, can literally hold it, understand what your problem is, have you then hold it, have you actually fix the problem virtually, right, before you go back and you do it for real. And then maybe if, you know, if you need to send it back, this person or this mascot can then take the information that you have, then through APIs, connect to the CRM or connect to the backend processing and have all of that then sent to you right? Just like you would do through an IVR, through self-service, or through the contact center. We can also elevate this to an actual human agent, right? Right now, you can you can sit down with five of your friends and watch a movie virtually, you know, in these worlds. So very easily, even with the technology right now, we could have a human being then take over that, right? If there needs to be, a, a, you know, something that's more tier two, tier three. Let's say, as another example, there's a bank, Right? So if you want to walk, literally walk into a virtual branch now, right, you can do that. You can fix all of the same problems that you would do. You can get your account balance. You can be told it by the by that IVR or now that virtual brand ambassador. Again, that person or, or whatever the being could be a really cool alien, a friendly, I mean, whatever it is, Tony the Tiger could be talking to you, right? It gets me so excited to think of all the the imaginative things that could be done by a brand to make the actual customer journey, the customer experience, an actual experience. Like, I, I don't know why this isn't being t- 
talked about more. I know it's it's being talked about in certain circles, right? But virtual reality right now is is kind of this fringe thing where you know games are being played, and we are all as contact center professionals really focused on you know what we're being told the new technologies are, right? But I think that that this is something that could revolutionize you know, what we're doing. Because the technologies to integrate it, right, seem to be there right now, right? So even from a real-time transcription to natural language processing, to have API connectivity back to a CRM, to pull information to be able to help you, you know, to, to have basically a virtual knowledge management system that you can ask questions to, that it can then talk to you and show you things, Um Obviously, the retail implications are are already being you know talked about from a cross sell upsell to you actually walking into a virtual store and picking things up and holding them and purchasing them and having them delivered same day, right? So, I think that you know that's a, a clear use case that people are talking about. But from a customer experience standpoint, this has me extremely excited um, to the point where. Whether these guys think I'm crazy or not here, we're doing some R and D research on on how that could look. You know, what are some of the things that we do have the technology to do now using what is out there for maybe other things? Um but if you want to have a customer experience that is just all immersive and <laughs> something that that is a memorable experience, it's certainly not calling somebody on the phone having an IVR that they can put information in, uh, making their time quicker, right? Less painful. That's cool. That's all good, right? But it's the customer experience actually improving. I don't know. I think that this, this a virtual reality world for customer experience, for knowledge management system, for self-service uh, could be something that is absolutely amazing. Um, again, in the next five years, the technology for how you're going to enter this world is going to totally change. You know, again, Facebook has said that they sold over five times the amount of of products of, of Oculus Two Quests that than they thought they were going to. Again, this is a three billion dollar industry right now. Can you imagine where this thing's going to be in five years? Um, I don't know. I'm just surprised that no one's talking about this. Again, it makes me feel like maybe I am crazy. Uh, but you know the the large contact center providers and the software providers. Maybe there's some back end R and D that they're doing, and it's just not ready yet, which I could certainly see. Um, but I think this is something to keep an eye on. This is something that some of the really forward moving organizations are going to start to play with. We're going to see what we can do here, even as a small um, operation, if we can put some of our time and maybe bring some people on to to think this through a little bit. Uh, but I think, wow, what an amazing opportunity, what an amazing tool, what an amazing way to to really show how much you care about a customer. And and we're just scratching the surface. I mean, I'm not even thinking about, you know, how deep this thing could go. But I think uh, it's it's time to start thinking about it. It's time to start to look at, again, it's like TikTok, right? No, not many brands, unless you're, you know, not many B2B, let's say B2B, not many B2B brands are advertising on TikTok, but you know, not many people did that on Instagram either. And then in that five-year period, Instagram totally 
matured, evolved, and now it's somewhere that you know everybody's on. And I can see the same type of thing for uh, f- for the the virtual reality for you know for us entering into those type of of, of realms. So again, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Again, maybe this is just something to get you thinking about 2021 and, and what technologies you should be looking at and, and trying to push you a little bit to, to do some cooler things in your contact center. If that at least does that, you know, I think that this episode was worth it. Again, I think it's just something to, to start to think about. I hope that uh, this maybe inspires you or, or get some light bulbs going on, on how we can do things differently, how we can constantly push what we're trying to do now, take the technologies and and maybe skip over just this this chatbot world that we think that we're going to be in and this kind of AI and, and having a, a, you know, a voice talk to us on the phone and just totally skip that, right? And move right into this new kind of all-inclusive virtual world where we can use that technology by, ha- by having a completely different customer experience. So again, thank you guys very much. I hope uh, I hope that that was not. I hope it was worth your time, at least to get you thinking again. Um, a couple quick things: please join the Advice from a Call Center Geek Facebook community uh, or the Facebook page as well. We also have a texting SMS community. All you have to do is dial 814-247-0366. Just say call center and that'll get you signed up. We do some exclusive things. I never sell on there. It's just, you know, things that are popping in my head that I think can help other contact center and and call center professionals. And the other thing is, please, if you guys could post a review, especially on iTunes, you know, I'd really appreciate it. A lot of you guys have, you know, clicked a five out of five, but if you could actually, you know, kind of tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, um, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys. And I will, uh, I'll talk to all you next week.